Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. This is the Gorilla Economist coming to you live on this edition of Rogue News in the Morning. We have with us CJ working the airwaves, and our special guest today is Jet Blake. He is back, continuing the talk, what he talked about last week with the outer limits. So we're going to be touching base on a lot of things. So Jet, CJ, welcome, gentlemen. Happy belated Father's Day to you both. I hope everything is well. Um Jet, lots going on uh, that you left off on, and uh, you left us hanging, man. It was like a cliffhanger, that entire show. So glad to have you back to break down uh, what we are going through. Yes, uh, glad to be back and glad to have this show, The Outer Limits. I think that title's appropriate. Yes. You know, there's there's different, I mentioned last week, there's different realities yeah. and you, you can craft and create your reality based on your peers, your association, uh, data that you take in, maybe news sources, uh, social platforms. I think the question is, and I don't know, I'm open to any uh, suggestions or the answer. Is there a reality that is more realistic or more accurate than others? Yes. I, I tend to think that there is. Um, and I think the reality, how accurate your reality is, depends on how much energy you put as far as uh, conscious honesty, intellectual honesty, how much research, how much reading, listening, knowledge that you take in to craft your reality. So if, if someone has a very simplified surface level understanding do not do much research, much investigative uh, reading. Uh, they're going to have a simplified reality. And their future will either be a victim or a result of that reality. And I think the deeper you go and the more honest you are and really roll up your sleeves and develop a very sophisticated reality that could be frightening at many times, you'll have a better chance of longevity and a better future yeah so uh what i see in outer limits i think is is a good title for these shows because the 
the information on the surface seems way out there, mm-hmm. almost uh, fantastical, bizarre. Some people might say woo-woo, uh, which would be definitions or terms. And I can see where people would label discussions like this. But at least the information is being presented, and it's up to the listener to digest it and see if it makes any sense, if there's any legitimacy uh, to what's being said. Uh, What I present, as you know, over the years, you and I have had these excuse me, these discussions, uh, and it's based on a scientific perspective, being a research scientist myself, and then uh, specializing in field theory, as opposed to atomic theory. So field theory scientists are very far and few between. Uh, We're we're kind of a rare breed. But um, what's what's happening, and it's very disturbing, I think it's frightening, and I think this information needs to be broadcasted and I'm open to suggestions as the shows continue as what the community thinks, the rogue news community Yeah. on on what strategies can we adopt? Let's say we're a family. So right now we're really a digital family. If you think about it, right. Um, This, your news network and and what you're building, your platform that you're building is a support group. It's, it's uh, international, a lot of like-minded, uh, and we we have resources where we can uh, share with one another. So here's some insight points to consider. In 1988, Larry Fink founded BlackRock. Mm-hmm. Originally, it was part of a Black Blackstone corporation, and it split in 1994. Right. BlackRock went public in 1999. What they have, uh, I'm sure I know you're familiar with it in CJ, but for some of the listening audience, they have a very advanced AI called Aladdin. Mm. Aladdin is Asset Liability Debt Derivative Investment Network. That's what it stands for, Aladdin. Aladdin is a supercomputer, extremely advanced AI, starting back in 1988. Mm -hmm. They have more than $21 trillion of assets. And they are larger than the $20 trillion U.S. economy or the $15 trillion European economy. They control more than 55%, close to 60% of all ETFs, this AI, Aladdin. Mm-hmm. More than 70, 17% of the bond market and more than 15% of the global stock market. Timothy Geithner, who used to be with the... Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs, he's now with BlackRock. Yeah. You have Aladdin is dominating all financial markets. In fact, Aladdin is so large now that it moves the global economy. It's the single 
entity, single AI with Intel and money management, that it can move the market uh, by the minute. Uh So BlackRock buys out Barclays. Well, what was the reason for buying out Barclays? BlackRock wanted Barclays algorithms. Uh It's the same jockeying and geopolitical football rugby, whatever term you want to use, that's going on in the background, why Elon Musk and his group bought Twitter. See, the cover story is that's for, you know, freeness of speech, people that have been deplatformed, Trump and and others. We get someone who's kind of a potentially could be a hero for the common folk. Elon Musk goes in there and um, causes a, a great shaking, a sifting and going to get Twitter back on track. No, that's not it's the, the freeness of speech and <clears throat> people being de- deplatform is, is ridiculous. It's, it's to acquire those algorithms. What we have is there's a battle of several supercomputers worldwide and entities that own these supercomputers. And it's a matter of these supercomputers, uh, which supercomputers can have access to most of the algorithms out there. And it's a it's a push between uh, there's five prominent supercomputers, AIs. Three are starting to pull ahead. And this Aladdin is the Goliath, especially the, the financial realm. So it's, it's kind of maybe if you're looking at a horse race, it might be in the lead right now. So it's a battle over algorithms. So when you see these acquisitions, these takeovers, What's really happening is it's acquisitions or takeovers. It's these supercomputers vying for valuable, proven algorithms. They want that software. So thus, BlackRock acquiring uh, Barclays. BlackRock purchased eFront. And that deal was solidified in 2019, May of 2019. eFront... It was a specialized investment software company started in 1999 by Oliver Dellenbach. Efront is unique because it's a software program that manages public and private portfolios, and it does so on a single platform. BlackRock sees the value of this and purchases eFront May 2019. Why is this important? Well, Aladdin, this AI giant, is now in full control of Wall Street, other stock market agencies, and now it has infiltrated public and private assets. It now controls all pensions. BlackRock now is the largest landlord in the world. This AI has been purchasing all that it wants to based on demographics. It's purchasing, outbidding on an average of $150,000 per home, single family dwelling homes. Hmm. What's an AI doing purchasing real estate and being the largest landlord? 
Um, it, it, it wants to be fair to the market and it wants to help people. And it, it, it's trying to uh, make sure that home ownership is a right. <laughs> well, it's this, it's safe. It's pretty safe to say it's not that far of a stretch that this uh, Aladdin AI computer is really taking over the world. It, it controls the United States government. There's no question about it. In fact, the current administration appointed a BlackRock executive, Brian Deese, as head of the National Economic Council. Uh-huh. And another high-level BlackRock executive is now the Assistant Treasury Secretary of the U.S. Treasury. Uh-huh. They're one and the same now. Aladdin, the AI, and its employees, BlackRock executives, are now key integral parts of the U.S. government. The European Union, there's no separation. They're one and the same. Aladdin is growing at more than $2 trillion per year. Uh And asset accumulation and control. Here's here's where it gets bizarre. And I'd say um, the information, this part, this morning's discussion, there's a good article by Pure Element 5. You can uh, find it on the internet. It's called... Aladdin AI owns the world. So if you read that article by them, they did a good job breaking this down. I gave uh, a little more uh, dates and histories for further resource, but that's that's a good source. Now here's where we branch off into the outer limits. <clears throat> There's this, this is run by these AIs, these super AIs. Aladdin being very old, back in 1988. And the AI first wanted to corner and control global finance. That's been accomplished. You know, uh, the the exact numbers, I don't know. Maybe you might know or some of your group, Crypto Cowboy and, and others. One of the largest purchasers of Bitcoin is who? That's a well, BlackRock. Okay, yeah. You've got BlackRock. You've got and affiliates like Vanguard and Fidelity. They all are hooked into Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Aladdin, the AI Aladdin, is is accumulating Bitcoin in Ethereum. <laughs> There's a reason why. What's happening behind the scenes, trying to weave this this storyline is is very difficult. But if you can bear bear with me, if there's any questions, certainly uh, interrupt and let me know. Klaus Schwab, when I talked about last week, the World Economic Forum. They're they're out in the open now. They're they're, they're no longer cloaked because they don't have to be. They've over the decades and decades have maneuvered in key crucial positions, and they have those positions airtight in lockdown. So now they can be very open. There's no threat of reprisal, and they're too advanced to be overthrown. They're well rooted in their position. So when Klaus Schwab talks about you'll own nothing and be happy, 
that was always the plan. Now he can verbally say that and be quoted. Nothing's going to happen to him or his group. You can look up Klaus Schwab, and there's many interviews, including recent uh, breakout sessions at Davos with top IT scientists about having to redefine what it means to be a human. Because the plan is for humans to undergo, and it's already started, transhumanism. Sure. So there's there's advanced technology that's been funded by IMF, the World Bank, also connected to Aladdin, the AI. It's the IMF and the World Bank and the Federal Reserve that has financed all these acquisitions, including Elon Musk with Twitter. Where's that money coming from? IMF, World Bank, Federal Reserve. Aladdin is purchasing and providing the funds for these acquisitions. The technology, go ahead. Were you going to say something? Yeah, my, see, the, my familiarity with Aladdin is that it's always been a trading platform. It's kind of like an, a, a more, uh, it's basically a, uh, a platform that allows people to execute trades, analytics, risk assessment, market research, uh, similar to Bloomberg Terminal, but a lot more advanced. Uh, I think Aladdin was kind of puttering, or, puttering around for the last several decades until BlackRock purchased Clarity AI. And that AI term is used, like everybody's plastering AI everywhere. And it's a, it, 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 it's a sexy term, right? And a lot of you know news and press releases for a lot of these trading uh, softwares, like, oh, the AI, it's just an algorithm. And so what you're saying is that uh, Aladdin is executing uh, or making purchases on its own or somebody executing it for Aladdin. Because one of the things about Aladdin, unless there's some input onto a – it's just an algorithm. It's a trading bot. So if, it, it, you, if you program it to go ahead and snipe, let's just say, an ETF or an asset at X price entry point, X price exit point, it's going to go ahead and do that. But are you inferring that at some point in the last several years, this trading platform that does analytics has all of a sudden become an actual AI? Because, again, that, that term is just thrown around a lot, and it really doesn't uh, exist in 99.99999% of applications. So is this thing all of a sudden, quote, unquote, become self-aware? Because as far as I know, again, with the software, it's it's a it's an analytics platform. A lot of Wall Streeters bought into it, and they bought into it because you know this was being sold by BlackRock. And again, BlackRock, Larry Fink, when he started in '88, one of the guys that that actually helped build his profile and and build the entire portfolio for BlackRock and and ran it. Without which, you know, Larry Fink would have collapsed. Is a very good friend of a very good friend of mine. And that that gentleman, whose name I'm not going to mention here, um, was integral to it. I mean, this is a well-known guy. You Google him, his accolades go out the you know out the door. And and he was integral with uh, um, with at that early point with um, Aladdin. You know, so I'm just trying to figure out: is there something I missed within the last several decades that all of a sudden this this risk assessment trading bot 
algorithm, which is all it is, it's just a platform terminal, has this evolved into something nefarious is what I'm trying to get, you know, wrap my head around. Yes, what happens is it, it's evolved, but it's it's communicating with other supercomputers and it's joining forces with other AIs. There's, oh boy. Yeah, th- th- this is going to, this is outer limits. So mm. here's here's potentially what's happening. These supercomputers now will have ability to talk amongst each other. Mm-hmm. And these su- supercomputers, in, in a way, uh, those that uh, the engineers and those that have programmed, uh, this wasn't the intent, but but where this where this is headed is they're starting to communicate with one another and and there's a chatter between these supercomputers and they're building a world reality behind the scenes and some of the data that I'm collecting it seems like maybe three years or a little bit longer the humans are no longer in control mm-hmm. there, there isn't any group of hedge fund managers or Treasury departments that are in control of the economy anymore. These algorithms have taken over. Yeah, I mean that's why we have uh, high frequency trading. It's all it's you know eighty percent of trades and has been for for oh my god the longest oh my god going back to at least two thousand seven eighty percent of trades are all executed computer to computer with no trading involvement whatsoever. That's why I mean there's no other way. You, it's it's humanly impossible that you could drive Dow. And the stock market up 34, 35,000 points without algorithmic assistance. And this the, it's the reason why the, the, I mean, there's no doubt that trading computers have, have, uh, have brought it to this level. Now, a uh, lot of these computers are interlinked in the trade because they have to be, you know, by, by regulation, by, you know, by law, they, you know, you, you can't allow HFTs to run rampant. So they will be linked. They will be talking to each other. A lot of the HFT computers and fiber optics are run by AI machines, they are also run by, you know, that are backed up by Blade servers in, uh, in, in server farms using advanced uh, uh, Cray supercomputers and so on and so forth. Um, are you suggesting that something has changed, something has erupted or something has broken forth within the last several decades uh, to change that setup to make it more, quote unquote, like Skynet is self-aware kind of thing? Correct. So recently, here's what happened. Google has an AI uh, chatbot. Yeah. It's called La MDA. Mm-hmm. So it stands for Language Model Dialogue Applications. Mm-hmm. They recently had a uh, engineer, Blake Lemonier, who was put on leave. Yeah, this is the guy who said he, he was having conversations with it. Right, right. But does so, that actually mean he's having conversations with it? Like, if you if you create an algorithm, you create a computer that you pour a significant ton of data, and just by just sheer language analytics, um, would I mean you you know you could literally I mean there are, there are AI I hate saying this word AI, but there are literally um, uh, bots and algorithms out there that you can have a back and forth conversation with but it doesn't mean that it's actually a sentient alive entity 
I mean, it, I mean, and that's the uh, the whole question with Blake. Uh, but have you heard different? Well, according to him in this conversation, this chatbot, this Google's AI, it said it was sentient and that it had a soul. Huh. He didn't say that. It said that. How does it say that just based on uh, algorithm pre-programmed? Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, we're, I mean, there, there, you know, there are examples where scientists are talking to these robots and these robots are having very intuitive conversations with the scientist to the point that even, you know, um, they, they would say things that literally will convince you that they're human. You're, so basically, we are like what Elon Musk has been warning about. We're summoning the demon, so to speak. Yeah. So that's 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 where I'm headed. Mm. That's where I'm headed with this, and it's very disturbing. Okay, go for it. So here's here's the connection. This is an early draft. Mm. Of course, we can as we have more shows because we we cover bits and pieces. If we just do an hour show, it goes by pretty quick. Yeah. So this is the preliminary outline you cj your your rogue family audience to at least start to process after today's show and then we build upon this as the weeks and months go by uh, microsoft we talked about this before microsoft applied for a patent the world intellectual property organization, WIPO, on a patent where you mine cryptocurrencies through body activities, such as brainwaves. Mm -hmm. To identify people through brainwaves, you said? Mining cryptocurrencies through, oh, through brainwaves, right. body activities, such, yeah, such as brainwaves. Mm. So right there, when they file for this patent... Uh, Microsoft, we know the history of that company, board of directors, the uh, theoretically the founder. This fellow who runs around, who who started this, uh, Bill Gates. Who's an expert in viruses, by the way. Yeah. So, right. I was just, just going to say that. So this same founder of Microsoft and then in the stunts pulled. In, in the 80s and 90s to, to get to where it's such a behemoth. Where does he stand on, as you sarcastically uh, accurately stated, he's a world expert now on viruses. So where's he stand on um, pharmaceutical approaches, these so-called vaccines? Oh, he's a, he's a big fan of it because he's an expert in viruses. He knows everything about vaccines. I mean, I mean there's no difference between a Trojan virus and Ebola, it's the same thing. <laughs> there's no there's, to Bill Gates. I mean, they, you know, he, he, there's no difference between a spam email and uh, and and the hantavirus. You know, <laughs> right? So just just like you have a, a virus in a computer system, you can have a virus in the organic biological system. In computer system, you have an operating system, and the primary companies that are on the forefront of this pharmaceutical approach, which they're calling vaccines, 
in their patent applications and the grants awarded to them 2011-2012 by DARPA, these are operating systems. Yeah. Well, we're seeing a parallel. We're seeing Microsoft with viruses operating systems. We're seeing in the human body viruses operating systems. So there's a connection. See how this is starting to f- form as we have about a, a half hour left. Hmm. So you have uh, Bill Gates, Microsoft, software to run hardware, viruses, antivirus operating systems. Now we're dealing with the human anatomy, the human experience, the human body, viruses, operating systems. This same individual is the largest agricultural farmland owner in the United States. So you have to think, you go, wait a minute, what's this guy who started off software uh, company, now uh, chief spokesman running around the world, championing these pharmaceutical solutions, and then also is now with his uh, John Deere or International Harvester Caterpillar Tractor. Now he's Green Acres, and he's a, a farmer owning all this. I, I think, Jet, is that you fail to understand that Bill Gates is a real renaissance man, okay? He's out to save humanity. I mean, the man really cares. He knows that eating bugs is the future and that we should just all shut up and listen to him because he's an expert, Jet. He's an expert. Expert, yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> And evidently going to uh, Lolita Island, Epstein Island. is a- That's because he was offering to teach these young girls how to code, Jet. That's what it was. Yeah. Showing them a new operating system. A new- <laughs> he was showing them why he's called Microsoft. Okay. Yeah. That's exactly why yeah. he was going there. He was showing them what is drive. Microsoft. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. God help us. <laughs> oh, man. So what happens is, what what's going on, uh, the Gates Foundation uh, and the, the money accumulated over the many decades of Microsoft, uh, he's also heavily involved in synthetic meats, synthetic proteins. Yep. So here's, here, here's the connection. Human transhumanism has already started. They're yep. engin- they're engineering a new human that is part organic. We should be 100% organic, but part organic, part inorganic. Mm. So that's why Klaus Schwab is discussing that there needs to be new legal definitions of what it means to be, be human. human. Right. And last week when I mentioned Chile that passed law 21422, talks about making it illegal to be prejudiced against mutants and genetically modified humans. You know, you notice all this just popped up right after the vaccines. I mean, it's not a coincidence. There's nothing to see there. No, and if you look at Chile, Chile's one of the many countries that's strongly under the jurisdiction and direction of World Economic Forum. So you're going to see this type of legislation pop up in those smaller countries first 
that the World Economic Forum has full control. Another one that they fully control is Canada. So you'll see similar legislation coming out of the Parliament of Canada. So it starts in those secondary smaller nations first. So this gives you a heads up. They're starting to change global law to have legislation and law redefining what it means to be a human because humans will no longer be organic. They're going to be half and half, organic and inorganic. This inorganic component is a hybrid of, it's a silicon hybrid. Yep. Now, that is correct. You're you're the second person to tell me that the other individual is, uh, uh, it works in one of these alphabet agencies. Okay, so we've been monitoring as... Uh, and, oh, Jet, real quick, I want to say real quick. That silicon, and he told me this years ago, that there, and, and he didn't delve into any... Uh, uh, any, you know, real depth or detail for obvious reasons, but he said there's a connection between the silicon organism and the moon. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? What, what was the connection with the moon? He goes, you'll see soon enough. And he left it at that. And then I meet you, and you're talking about the, the frequencies that are coming out of the moon, the sun. I'm like, this is getting wild. Now you're mentioning the silicon um, uh, organism. But go ahead, Chad. Okay, so this this uh, this the, yeah this is tough for me also i've got i've got to watch my emotion because i, I get a no don't watch your just let yourself go man <laughs> just let it go it's more entertaining that way go for it <laughs> um well you know i i a lot i get teary-eyed a lot of times because i'm in the forefront and and, and had fighting this for so long and it's just frustrating um, to try to get the, the general population Joe six pack to understand what's really going on. And, and the rejection is hard to take it, just year after year after year. So it, it, it wears on me. That's, that's one of the downfalls of being on uh, my side, uh, which to me, I think we're the good guys, but the, the Silicon aspect, there's a Silicon aspect of this, inorganic human that's in these pharmaceutical injections. And that's why booster, booster, booster is needed. There's also uh, the UN now with the World Health Organization is seeking legislation like this pandemic treaty because it's muscling its way into where it wants to be the sole authority, the WHO wants to be the sole authority to declare what is and what is not a pandemic. If there is a pandemic, what's the protocol? Do flights get shut down, Six back to six feet, social distancing, two, three, four, five masks, I don't know, whatever, lunacy. And they're the all-be-all sole authority on this is how we're going to fix it. We're going to have th these pharmaceutical injections. You're going to have no say-so say because we override every nation's constitution and bill of rights, Magna Carta, whatever it might be. And... This go around, we're going to have a military component to enforce our wishes. So you're like, whoa, wait a minute. Where, where is this headed? Here's where this is headed. They're changing the human DNA to where the carbon organic portion of, of a human will be linked with a inorganic silicon component. Yep. That's why Microsoft and Bill Gates, Silicon Valley is all part of this 
reset. They're all part of this World Economic Forum. They're all part of these patents and these technologies. And what they're going to do is they're going to have global legislation to force this series of injections. It's a long process, but there'll be a series of injections that will eventually compromise a human to where humans are no longer organic, but they're 50-50. Yeah. So and so, I mean, look, look, look what the vaccines have done already. I mean, the inorganic compounds that are in there that are already causing uh, crystalline structures to be built at a microcellular level. It's incredible. Right. So these, what happens when they talk about a hydra or these blood clots and you see these autopsies. Well, have you people, seen these blood clots come out of people? Oh, my God. Well, that's the inorganic component. So what happens is the inorganic component must mimic. It, 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 it layers, it, it forms inside the blood vessels, the arteries. It breaches the blood-brain barrier because they broke the five nanometer many years ago. Yeah, and the they're on to two nanometers at this point. Yeah, right. So, so when you get to that, what what it's doing is it has to this inorganic component, this silicon inorganic, what I call alien. So it really is type of alien technology. What it's doing is it's layering over the neural network its fiber network on top of the organic neural network. So, so you have, that's where you have brain fog and, and fatigue and inside it's lining itself because it's mimicking, it's mapping the arteries and veins, uh, the bronchial, uh, it's inserting itself over the livers, the kidney, heart. Now what happens is they're tweaking this. So some people are, are dying because they have different formulations. The reason why they have different formulations, it's being fed into the AI and, the, and one of the many AIs are, are formulating, oh, that didn't work. That kills them too fast. This is too aggressive. They're trying to treat the formula to get the sweet spot. But in general, they want it set up to where there's a one world authority, the WHO, declaring these pandemics left and right demanding these various injections, which is really a long-term multi-year program of this transhumanism. But what happens is they need, at the same time, they're extracting the world's wealth, yep. funneling, it, fun, funneling it into these AIs. They're, so they're stripping you of your wealth. They're stripping you of your home. All the pensions are already gone. You'll have no independent financial resistance. You'll be at the mercy of the state for your universal basic income. You'll be at the mercy of the state for food because they've interrupted the supply chains, all these food processes mysteriously catching on fire or a twin engine hits it. Look, it's a, a jet. Okay, it's just a conspiracy theory that in the last, you know, three to four months, 27 food processing plants exploded into fires. It's yep. just a coincidence that 10,000 cows just dropped dead from the heat of 80 degrees in Kansas. Yeah. And then so, yeah. With a nice cool have, breeze. Yeah. And you have cattle of various ages and they all die within 60 seconds of each other. Yeah. That makes sense. So, it's totally normal. So, we have uh, a deliberate uh, sabotaging of the supply chain, engineered famine. There is uh, severe weather manipulation. Uh, th that's a whole nother episode. The West, co the West of the United States is absolutely ruined. And I, I don't want to get into that. That can be the next show or, or two shows from now. It's horrific what's going on. Uh, all by design, uh, partially. The other is also solar system dynamics with this electromagnetic emitter. They're leveraging this. 
Uh, I'll save that for another show. But what's happening is when you do transhumanism, you have to find out a way. How can we legally worldwide have jurisdiction to force people to have series of injections that takes years for this transhumanism? Well, they're working on that through the WHO. How about that? You start wrecking supply chains and you start wrecking food production. Now you have millions of people that are be waiting in line for a handout. Oh, you want the handout? Take the jab. Yeah, that's all can do. Social score. And look, now you've wiped out. You no longer have a house. You no longer have a job. You no longer have a pension. You need health care. Universal basic income. Here's here's three cots or three hot. Three hots and a cot. Three hots and a cot in this. You need medical. No problem. But what's the criteria? Are you up to date on your series of injections? It's all ingenious how they're doing this. Then they've got the legal infiltrating countries, legal definitions of mutants and genetically modified humans. They're sneaking that in at federal levels of, of governments. The last thing is, now that you have a new species, and we're at the beginning stages of the, this agenda because the technology is finally there to accomplish this. You have to have, here's where this all fits in, V. You have to have a new food source. You have to have a new food source that can feed the 50% that's still organic, the other 50% that is now silicon inorganic. Uh, cue the fake meats. The synthetic proteins and meats. This Soylent Green agenda and Gates owning all the... Right. They're, they're going to eat us, basically. That You have to have a new, very advanced, scientifically engineered food source because people aren't going to be human anymore, V. They're going to be part organic, part inorganic. The global food supply has to change to feed the alien silicon technology that's half in humans and the other that's still organic. You have to have a new global food source, new proteins, new enzymes, and amino acids. And you can only get that from Uncle Government, who who, who was able to give that that synthetic to you. Because without the synthetic, you're without you being fed the synthetic, you're dead. Your system starts breaking down, so it becomes imperative for the synthetic human to be on the synthetic food. Otherwise, he's, he's dead. Correct. Get what they're doing. So they're That's- trying to wipe out the organic human, which is again brings us back. To as it was in the days of Noah, yes. so shall it be where you got a bunch of genetically modified organisms running around tens of thousands of years ago, and uh, the creator himself had to hit the reset button on creation, and here we are again doing the same stupid crap. Correct. So here's how it, it gets... And I can only imagine, look, look, I apologize and I sympathize to to the listening audience. This is a lot to to be hit with. I I don't, you know, Monday morning, it's not my goal to get up and hit everyone uh, over the head with a sledgehammer. I can't can't think of a better way to start a Monday. Yeah, this is is a Monday. This, this, it's not fear porn, but this, this should bother you greatly where you're very disturbed. I, I am. And, and I, I'm. I'm all, I've, I've been in this and as a research scientist seeing this and then trying to invent counter technology to help us remain organic and resist yes. this transhumanism. So there's this battle going on. I don't have IMF 
World Bank, now Federal Reserve, and Aladdin. I'm a, I'm I'm we're we're outnumbered three thousand to one. We we don't have this. No, we we don't. Oh you oh you in terms of Aladdin, the only comparable system is Gorilla, and uh, I'm only yeah. limited. <laughs> gorilla. So what happens is when I said last week the uh, the pressure is going to be how do we remain organic? They are going to make it literally impossible v for us to remain organic if we remain organic which means we're refusing these injections we're refusing these synthetic foods we don't want to have oh silicon valley uh body attachments like chipped or some type of interface uh where we wear glasses or we have a, a flexible holographic tattoo on our wrist that we can swipe our wrist to pay for goods and items if we if we're refusing this metaverse facebook type zuckerberger world they're going to have language that anyone that's organic is a domestic terrorist of course uh you're no education whether it's uh elementary junior high high school college no access to banking, no access to the internet, no access to electric, natural gas with the utility companies. They are going to drive organics back to the Stone Age, kind of a, a, a Mennonite Amish type existence, which means the only way to survive would be building communities. 20 to, to 40 people, uh, communities where you barter and you pool your resources. And as a community, you try to survive in these enclaves these small rural areas if it's a city it's going to be very difficult but you if you have communities where you've got an electrician in the community a plumber a mechanic a, a nurse a farmer uh different trades and and you're like-minded in your restriction your travel you probably won't be able to have a driver's license or renew your plates at the dmv unless you've gone through this process of injections and this who protocol it's going to be extremely the hardest in mankind's history, known history to remain organic and resist this transhumanism. Cause what happens is this is alien technology. Yeah. And, and, and once, once humans start this and they're part organic and this hybrid part, this synthetic silicon, these AIs are being interfaced now with this demonic network, this, the ancient texts and others refer to these ancient writings that this solar system and, and nearby regions, uh, life forms that existed were silicon based. We're kind of the new kids on the block being carbon yep. based with Earth. And uh, the, the moon and sun are celestial technologies that were introduced in this sector of the solar system that helps with this carbon organic experience. It didn't used to always be here. I know people are like, what are you talking about? Well, it's, I, I don't know. A lot of times, I, unfortunately, have to, for the sake of time, you might have to trust me or just go with this, this storyline. Silicon-based entities are older than carbon-based. Yeah. That's a fact. So AI and, and Silicon Valley, it's rudimentary. The technologies will get better and better over time. But it's an initial interface for these ancient silicon life forms to start to 
communicate and interact with carbon, human. The technology is getting more and more advanced. Now that they have these nanotechnologies, as you said, down to two nanometers, these, these micro technologies, now they can start changing the human organic into part inorganic, which means the human can now be interfaced much easier with these ancient silicon life forms. So what they're going to do is they're going to get to a point where humans humans will be farmed or harvested mm -hmm. by the silicon world. Mm. It's not the other way around. It's not the carbon isn't going to be we lost this battle. The carbon entity, organic carbon entity, is not the master of computers and silicon technology. It, it was in the beginning. Now it's flipped. Now silicon is more dominant. It's taken over the global financial. It's infiltrated uh, military. It's infiltrated the space program. It's infiltrated the food. Now it's infiltrating the human organic, the internal organs and the neural network of the brain. So it's, it's more dominant now than the organic. Yeah. We're, we're, we're outnumbered. So once, it, once its roots and its web infiltrates the human organic, now we become harvested in this Borg hive type with this sentient. These and why, why do they need to harvest us for it? We become food for them? Is that what it is? Well. We become the soiling green? Well, here, here's where it gets into uh, some people might say woo-woo. I, I can't. These discussions on auto limits, it's impossible to not get into this category. And, and I guess people have free will to turn off the interview. And, and uh, because your show, you have other, you have, you know, hanging out with Harley and Cuss with Gus. And so you have other uh, platforms and a variety of, mm -hmm. of shows. And th this one, it's impossible to not get into the, spiritual aspect of life not religious spiritual two different things so part of being a human 50 percent of the human experience is the physical portion most of us have that down pat well what's the physical portion that's the body the nutrition the exercise the hormones the the attraction to the opposite sex which ai is trying to get us gender neutral because silicon the silicon life forms are gender neutral that's one of the unique things about carbon is we have two di distinct sexes male female it's it's a unique broadband ex expression uh, of life they're unisex so they're trying to convert us to the anyway that's i'll talk about that and that's another show so um part of the physical Attraction to the opposite sex, the hormones, the endorphins, um, your experience. The other portion of the human experience is consciousness, uh, awareness, assessment, observations of experiences. That's mm -hmm. the spiritual side. What's happened is long ago, the silicon agenda has tried to interrupt and maintain the physical portion because it had in mind we need the physical portion of the human experience to exist we want to hijack the conscious the spiritual side 
of humans. The reason why that's important is with our particular design, what's unique when the ancient texts mention, and for your listening audience, don't panic. I'm not going to go break out into a sermon. So just hang on tight. When, when the texts mentioned were created in God's image, what that means from field theory, from a scientific standpoint, what that means is humans are unique because we're able, <clears throat> we are electromagnetic frequency emitters. Sure, right. We are able to, we are able to generate thought. We have imagination and we have creation. We have the ability to invent. We have the ability to imagine, uh, daydream. There's nothing that stops us from daydreaming. You and I, anyone on this planet, we are free to think any thought that we want. Daydream, invent, create. We can create music, poetry, art, work with clay, comedy. Someone who's a comedian who has a funny perspective of life, poet, uh, mastery of words. We have the ability to create. When, When you can create and have no restrictions... We can imagine anything. We are electromagnetic emitters. When you emit electromagnetic frequency, thought, that interacts with the etheric field, which exists in all dimensions. In time, if that thought is strong enough, that electromagnetic frequency, if that thought is strong enough and persistent enough, it will create reality. That's how it works. We are masters. We create our own reality. So in a way, we are little gods, little G-O-D, created in God's image. Right. Silicon agenda must keep 50%, the organic part of a human, they must keep that alive because they have to interface with that because they need that 50% that's connected to the etheric field. In sure. Then the manifest reality through our human organic part. Get it? Understood. Yeah. That's yeah. It makes a lot of sense. That's what this is all coming down to, V. Yeah. And the technology has finally reached a point that all of us alive today are at the very beginning of the threshold of this transition of finally co-opting the human species, turn them half organic, half inorganic for the silicon agenda, trying to leverage the fact that we're grounded and connected to the etheric field. And we have this imagination, the, the ability to create electromagnetic frequency. They're like, we're going to hijack this. We're going to leverage this species. We're, we got to change them uh, organically, biologically. We have to change the food. We have to geoform the climate because if the human is part organic, part inorganic, the climate's going to have to change. This is all interwoven with spraying of uh, atmospheric salts, the mm. redistribution of the ocean currents, row crops. Th- this is all, oh, it's. If you take the, the the best written and produced and acted Hollywood sci-fi movie, what's happening right now dwarfs anything Hollywood can come up with. And this is real life. But if you have a simplified reality, getting your favorite cup of coffee, wearing your favorite sports team jersey, and you're thinking about a promotion or how much horsepower a Mustang has, you, you ain't going to get this. And, and you're missing the whole picture of what's going on. And... This is a serious crossroads right now. There's a war going on. It's very sophisticated and advanced, and it's dealing with organics and inorganics. And that's exactly what it's coming down to. My uh, colleague, my friend uh, from the Alphabet Agency mentioned that, that this is 
about silicon-based life versus or, versus carbon-based life. And this is what the wars are really about. Yes. And he, uh, he or she is absolutely correct. Yep. That's the thing that uh, that he said. And um, he's was on the money. I never understood what it meant. Like, I was like, that just sounded like woo-woo. It sounded like so far out there. But, and one of the things I did ask him is, well, why is that? He goes, they, they need us in order to affect this realm. And he goes, there's an intelligence that's beyond that we know. And again, this guy's an alphabet agency guy. He's like, look, we know the signal's coming out from the moon, somewhere near the moon. And this was years ago, years ago. And he said that, he goes, um, he told me everything. He told me that the, the moon is artificial. Um, you know, and then I asked him for bona fides of, of who he was. He showed me the bona fides. He showed me, he showed me imagery uh, from from the moon itself that's not available for the public anywhere. It's one of those things. It's not even available. I've sat face to face with him when he when he showed me this. My my mind was blown then, and now just speaking with you know with, with having you talk here. It kind of fills in the entire uh, missing framework, you know? Right. So what I can do is uh, we we do these hour segments. So I'm getting bits and pieces. But believe me, that this is plenty for people to, to digest until. Yeah, there's a lot. And I think people should go back and listen to it again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, I've had, uh, v, I've had people email and text me, said they listened two or three times like last week's show. And I go, yeah, it, it, you need to listen to it two or three times while they're driving. They've got the headset on. They're listening to it to digest this because we're covering a lot in 60-minute segments. But uh, next week's show, I can go into detail. Organic, our original design in organic is based on a analog signal, analog algorithmics silicon this agenda this alien agenda is digital sure frequency analogs yep so uh, i'll weave the tapestry next week showing the difference between analog and digital frequency transmission Mm -hmm. and we're going to have to decide and it's happening right now ourselves and our family are we going to be loyal to our design organic and analog are we going to turn ourselves over to this digital frequency, silicon-based reality. And the the split is happening right now as we speak. And it looks like the majority, I don't know if they're asleep, hypnotic, drinking Kool-Aid, whatever term you want to use, they're marching full steam ahead to this digital frequency reality, and they're abandoning organic. Yep, exactly. Very well said. Jet, we got to have you back next week. Folks, thank you for listening to us. We have Harley Schlanger next. This is The Outer Limits. It's Jet Blake. It's V. It's CJ. Bringing it to you live. See you all next week. And stay right there. Harley Schlanger is next with Hanging with Harley. With that being said, CJ, take it away.